At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And I signed up for a marketing and sales course. And on one of those calls, I got an understanding that totally changed the way I interact with life. And I want to share that with you today. So my baby girl, Liliana, is getting so much love. My older sister came into town. My in-laws came into town. And my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and my little niece came into town all for Thanksgiving. So we had such a great time spending all that time together. And they've been sharing and giving so much love to that my baby girl, Liliana, too. So today, we're going to walk through this thought process that once you get an understanding of it, will change your life because now you're going to become aware of all these areas in life that you're not getting what you want in. You're going to be able to become aware of that and now be able to start making changes to those areas of life and start getting results in those areas of life because you've have an understanding or you start have a knowing of this one thing. And this one thing is that whatever you are in agreement with in life, you will allow someone else to tell you that and you will not be able to object to it. And what I mean by that is when someone tells you that they don't have time or they don't have money, which are common objections, If you in your own life agree that you don't have time and you're constantly running around and you're busy, or if you don't have money, you can't invest in courses, you can't invest in yourself, you can't invest in your family, then you're going to allow someone else to tell you that same exact excuse. And in your mind, you're going to rationalize it because you're like, yeah, you know what, that you're right because I wasn't able to invest in this course. So like, of course, you can't invest you can't invest in yourself and buy a course. And the reason why that happens is because people always will do what they need to do. And what I mean by that is when you are in agreement and you accept something, you already agree to that. So you can't then tell somebody else like, hey, if you do this and if you invest in this, you're going to change your life for the rest of your life because you're now going to have the skills and the tools and the resources and the framework and the system to be able to implement at a high level in the marketplace. You're now going to have the confidence in yourself to go ahead and move forward. You're going to have the belief that it's possible. You're going to have a community of people that are going to hold you accountable. But if you can't even invest in that on your own, of course, how are you ever supposed to let somebody else in on that 
information that this is going to change their life for the rest of their life. You can't. It's impossible. So I have another example. So I was at an event down in Arizona. And when I was checking in to go into the actually get my seat, uh, I was talking with one of the ladies at the front and she was telling me the story and she started to say like, hey, you know, I'm like really bad at finances. I stink at it. I suck at it. And I was like, instantly in my mind, like a red flag went off, like alert, 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 alert. And I let her finish what she was saying. And then I went back to it and I'm like, hey, you know, when you said that, I want you to know that that thinking right there is what's keeping you from being good at finance, from understanding the numbers. And then I asked her another question. I said, what do you spend all your time on? Well, she spends all her time on being creative and design and, and, and actually creating and designing really world-class products. So of course you're not going to be good at finance because you don't invest any of your time in that. But as we continued to talk, I told her like, you have to first take that parad- that thought process and totally throw it away. And say, you are good at finance and now start putting the work in to be good at finance. The same way you've put the work in to be good at design and creating and and not creating amazing pieces of work, right? So the reason why I was able to like literally stop her in her tracks and call her out on that is because I believe I'm good at finance. And how did I get good at finance? Because I invested in myself. I poured resources and time and energy into getting good at it. And what happened? I became good at finance. So I wasn't going to allow her to say that or make that excuse in front of me because I knew it wasn't just an excuse because it's an excuse that I used to tell myself. I used to tell myself that exact same excuse. So it stood out to me. And the reason it stood out to me is because I don't believe that. But if I did believe it and she said, oh, I'm not smart at and math and I hate numbers and I'm not good at it. So, and, and if I believed that, I would have just let her continue on with their conversation and I would have never brought it back up. But since I don't believe that and I know that that's a limiting belief that she has and that if she can transform that limiting belief into that I am good at finance, then that girl or that lady or that woman can change the rest of her life for the rest of her life. Because everything has to do with being able to create and ha- and generating resources and generating that money so that you can have the impact that she wants. Because I ask her, what kind of impact does she want? She wants to take care of family members. She wants to take care of people back home. Like you're going to need resources. So you can't afford to sit here and say you're not good at finance because all of your dreams are going to need finances. So you have to get good at finances and the only way you're going to get good at finances is by investing both time and money into getting good at finance, to getting good at numbers. So again, you know, that would have been an objection for somebody that believed they were also not good at finance, but because I know that and I, I am good at financing because I have a belief that I wasn't always great at finance, but I had to build into that. I was not going to allow that 
person to have that same belief that she was, wasn't good at finance. No, I, I wasn't going to allow that to happen. So I had to tell her that, yes, it's okay to not know everything about finance right now, but this is something that can't go on for the rest of your life if you want to hit the goals that you want to hit. So it wasn't an objection for me. I had to overcome that objection and tell her all of the things that I've been able to do and other people have been able to do because they got good at finance. They weren't born with, ah, I know how to do math. That's all man-made. When you think about it, it's numbers and equations. That's all man-made. Person isn't born knowing that. So you have to get good at it. You have to practice it. You have to drill, practice, and rehearse, right? Also, like when I remember when I was first starting out making my phone calls to contracting officers, I used to have the contracting officers tell me, oh, you know, we don't have any money. We're on continuing resolution. That used to be a huge, huge hurdle for me. I used to be like, okay, thank you, um, and get off the phone with them. But it wasn't until I got the confidence and the understanding that that's something that they say to everybody that I could work through that objection and start to do the research to understand the other companies that they were working with. And now that I knew the other companies that they're working with, when I made phone calls to them, I could actually say, you're working with company one, company two, and company three. I'd love to get into some these projects and I'd love to submit pricing on one of these projects when you do have an opportunity available. And by me overcoming that objection, I had to first overcome that objection that I had money and I had resources. Because if I didn't overcome that rejection, when somebody else told me they didn't have money and they didn't have resources, I would agree with them. Yeah, you know, this is expensive. I can't, you, you, can't, you can't afford it. I can't afford it. I wasn't, I had to get out of agreement with that so that I could be able to talk to that person longer to actually then be able to develop projects and get projects from them and be able to submit pricing on projects, right? So whatever is an objection in your life, it's something that you've previously agreed to or currently are in acceptance with. So if somebody's telling you you don't ha- they don't have money and you just continue on with that, that's something that you're in agreement with. Because if you're not in agreement with it, you're going to know that like, yeah, I don't have money right now either. But like I invested in myself, I, I, I went and put money on, uh, put a program on my credit card, invested in, in that program, and I was able to generate money because money's the effect. You have, if, if every, if you believe there is a cause and effect, you have to do something that is in front of money. Money in, in cars and, and, um, fancy dinners and, and traveling. Th- those are all effects. Those are all, those are all results. What's in front of that? What's this? What's a step or two in front of that is what you really need to start doing and getting good at so that you can have the same exact result. And that is the money, right? But you, you can't have that result unless you overcome that objection in your own mind that like, Hey, this, this is good. I need to invest so that when other people come to you and say, Oh, I don't have money. That's not going to be an objection for you anymore. Someone comes to you and says, Oh, I don't have time. Well, 
if if you agree that you don't have time and you're busy and you're running all around, of course, when they tell you they don't have time, you're just going to be like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I I hear you. When when you get a chance or an opportunity, um, or you know, this becomes important to you, you know, give me a call. Well, no, this is important to, for you and now because this is going to change your life and it's going to be able to give you the opportunity to provide for your family, give you the opportunity to close bigger deals, give you the opportunity to be able to present a opportunity to people that is actually in a format that people can understand. So start looking at this in your own life as you're going along, like things that you are are excuses that people are bringing up. You have to first recognize the excuse. And the and as you recognize the excuse, start to understand why am I in agreement with this? What in your life are you doing that is is similar that's making you in agreement with this? Because if if you did have if you if you did have money, right? And someone's saying that they didn't have money, well, how did you get that money, right? Did you did you go and invest? Well, when somebody else tells you they don't have money, you you now would tell them like, hey, you need to invest. You need to um, you need to invest in your skills. You need to get better. You need to make things happen for yourself to be able to get the effect of money, right? So w- watch for those things, and as you become more aware of those things, you're going to now be able to start to design your life in a way that you can avoid these things and, and, and be able to work through these objections for other people. And you're going to have the confidence and the conviction and the belief that that person is going to need to see and actually feel to actually move forward, move forward with your product, move forward with your service, move forward with whatever you're offering to them. So again, the, um, the premise of this podcast was to make you aware that anything that is an objection in your life is an objection because it's something that you already are in agreement with or have have accepted as truth, quote unquote, in your life. So the only way to overcome that objection of other people is to overcome that objection for yourself. And the only way you can overcome that objection is to first become aware of it. Then once you do become aware of it, you need to need to stop not having time, right? You need to invest time where you want to invest your time. And then when other people say, oh, I don't have time, you're going to now be able to overcome that objection because you're going to have the confidence and the conviction and the belief that if you do the things that you want to do and not the things that are just busy, the things that you want to do, then that person too can have the results that you've gotten in your own life. So with love... Keep putting one foot in front of the next. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.